patient-centered, family-sensitive care. Temecula Valley Hospital, presenting our series of informative podcasts. It's TVH Doc Talk with Melanie Cole. Some of the most common injuries sports medicine professionals see are involving muscles, tendons, and ligaments. These injuries often occur during sports and exercise activities, but sometimes simple everyday activities can even cause an injury. My guest today is Dr. Matthew Gargolinski. He's board-certified orthopedic surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gargolinski. Tell us a little bit about what you see every day. What are some of the most common sports injuries that you see? Well, thank you for having me on the show. Um, to answer your question, uh, I see various injuries to just about any joint in the body, uh, from ankle, knee, hip, shoulder, um, and then various strains of muscles and uh, ligament tendons. I would say probably the most common uh, injury that I see as a orthopedic spe- sports medicine specialist is uh, knee injuries. So, Dr. Gergolinski, people are always wondering about the difference between a sprain and a strain, something acute, and something chronic. Give us a little working definition for some of those terms. Well, I don't really get caught up in sprain versus strain. Think about those when referring to which anatomic structures, whether it's a ligament, which is a tissue that connects bone to bone, or a tendon, which connects muscle to bone. But either way, these are connective tissues that can get injured. Um, And and we like to grade those injuries on whether it's generally a a three-point grading system, one, two, or three, three being where these structures are actually torn, one where they're just stretched, and two in the middle where there's micro-tearing on a tissue level. And uh, when we talk about the acuity, acute uh, injuries from from a one-time event versus a chronic injury from a repetitive or perhaps overuse uh, situation. Then let's talk first about chronic injuries and overuse. What do you recommend to people to avoid these and or prevent them in terms of cross-training and or footwear, things that they can do that can possibly help prevent some of the chronic injuries that you see? Well, one of the major things is you have to know what your body is capable of and your limitation. Oftentimes, I see people who are uh, not well prepared to, let's say, undergo a, a training for something like a triathlon where they don't do the, the, the basic training to, to get into shape and, and to know what their body's limitations are and to, and to get into a schedule where they gradually ramp up and increase their activities. Some people get very excited about starting a program and uh, aren't educated as to proper techniques uh, or regimens and uh, go too strong, too fast, uh, right out of the gate and end up with some injuries. So when somebody experiences an acute injury, what might they experience? What what should they look for when they're playing sports or exercising? And then what do you like them to do about it just right after? So let me start uh, with specifically, uh, for example, an ankle injury. The things we look for in an acute injury uh, is swelling, uh, pain, the location of the pain, and the ability to to bear weight or, or to be able to stand uh, on the ankle. Now, initially, we always look uh, like to ice and uh, elevate the injury and uh, see if there is some immediate improvement. Uh, if not, then the next step would be going to uh, get some x-rays and evaluated by a professional. 
People have heard that term rice for a long time, rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Is that still what you use? And do you want people not to move that joint, whether it's a knee or they feel like they've pulled something in their ankle? Do you want them not to move it? Or are we adding an M in there now? You want to see if they can move it around. Well, that's a good question. So still the old standby rice is is very much applicable today and uh, very important ways of initially treating an injury. Uh, every joint likes to move, and it's healthier for it to move, so it does not stiffen up even after an injury. However, depending on the severity of an injury, we may not want to move it. So mild or moderate injuries, we often do want uh, motion involved to help the healing process and to help uh, eliminate the swelling. However, if it's a more severe injury, we might need to put a cast or some sort of immobilizing uh, device so we don't cause any further damage. So that was going to be my next question. What do you think about bracing? If someone's got an unstable knee or even their ankle, but they still want to completely finish, they want to play tennis, they want to do the things that they're doing, do you recommend bracing to help with the stability? Or are there certain exercises you would prefer that they do to strengthen up that instability? Well, that's a good question. And it really depends on the specifics of the injury. Uh, For example, if you have a torn ligament in your knee, Depending on which of the four ligaments are torn, bracing can be uh, something we employ uh, or uh, it may just uh, not be appropriate and, and, and surgery may be called for. So then what would you like people to know about prevention and what is your most important information about preventing some of these injuries that you see every day? Well, a lot of times injuries are, are not predictable and it's part of playing sports and, and being active. The, the number one uh, thing I would like to tell people is, is to, to know what your body is capable of and uh, to be prepared with your, your workouts and uh, not go into a new activity uh, without proper training and uh, education ahead of time. And what's your best advice? What do you tell parents who have little athletes about preventing some of these sports injuries? Well, for, for children, uh, the number one thing we look out for is overtraining. You know, nowadays, uh, sports seasons go on uh, throughout the entire year, and um, there can be uh, issues with overtraining and uh, uh, chronic issues that can occur. So you want parents to know that they just need to make sure their children are not doing one sport-specific type of training or kind of trying out some different sports when you say overtraining. Tell the parents what you mean. Yeah, and it's usually the scenario where it's a single sport going on all year long where it overloads or fatigues the tissues of a certain joint, you know, perhaps a pitcher in Little League Baseball or gymnastics and, and, and knee problems. So a good thing to do is to uh, make sure that there is an inordinate amount of hours of training per day and uh, oftentimes cross-training and switching sports during different seasons uh, can help uh, balance uh, the forces on the joints. So Dr. Gargulinski, in just the last few minutes, what should people that might have a sports injury, whether chronic or acute, think about and why should they come to Temecula Valley Hospital for their care? Well, often... Sometimes it's very hard to self-diagnose or to look on the internet to find uh, uh, questions or find answers to your questions. 
sports uh, medicine trained uh, physicians like myself um, have spent countless hours following uh, teams and uh, training to be able to identify the injuries and, and to give information on what's the, the best route uh, to, uh, to get a proper diagnosis and proper treatment. Thank you so much. It's great information. You're listening to TVH Doc Talk with Temecula Valley Hospital. And for more information, please visit TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.